Hello, and welcome to episode 25 of Friends of the Show. I am your host, Stephen W. Skinner, and this is my podcast where I chat with some of the funniest and nicest folks on Twitter. They're the friends of the show. This week's friend is Eddie at Flaccid Umbrella on Twitter. Now, this was a fun conversation. Eddie is our first friend of the show from Africa. We have a great chat about what it's like living in Congo. And we discuss his deep love for Pringles. And now, I present Friends of the Show, episode 25, with Eddie at Flaccid Umbrella. Right now. You're born naked, and the rest is drag. Um, The quote is by RuPaul. Yes, RuPaul, the sage, wise words of RuPaul. <laughs> thank you for providing that quote. Eddie, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. Glad to be on. Hooray. <laughs> yeah, we got Eddie here. He's dialed in on a phone call, which he doesn't love, but he's doing it for the show. <laughs> so I appreciate you biting the bullet and getting on the line for us. No, it's it's just an honor to be on with you and yeah. Well, great. Yes. <laughs> I think I can do it's it. a true honor. It. No, it's so great to speak to you. This is very cool because you are first guest who is residing in the continent of Africa. So we're extra long distance on this one. Oh yeah, yeah. So um, that's very cool. Specifically, well, we should say that you're in Congo? Was that correct? Yes. Yeah, that is correct. I am in the Congo. Which which part of Congo? Because there's a couple parts, I believe, right? There's yeah, a- there's um, there's the bigger one, uh, the Democratic Republic of Congo. I'm not there. I'm in the smaller Congo, which is confusingly named the Republic of Congo. Right. <laughs> and yeah, I'm in the capital city that is Brazzaville. Yeah, that's the main. That's the main hub, right? That's the where all the uh, excitement is yeah pretty much uh, it, it's well it depends on what you how you define excitement <laughs> <laughs> well what's uh what's some brazzaville excitement what does that look like what is like a day in brazzaville well for me it's mostly work <laughs> but um lately i've been i've been checking out a lot of uh local artists um you know painters sculptures uh, musicians that that sort of stuff, and it's really like, I feel like it's like an underground scene for now because art is was well hasn't been a, a big deal in Congo until just recently, and discovering all of this, it's been fun. It's been oh, really that fun. sounds like a lot of fun. So you go to these cool art scenes, cafes, maybe some galleries. Some cool jazz yeah. clubs and stuff. You finding finding the underground musicians too? Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, concerts, uh, art expos, sometimes auctions. Yeah, that kind Ooh, of stuff. Auctions. I love a good auction. Well, well I, I never bid. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's fun to check out the the guy's work, um, and it's fun to mix with the crowd. Yeah, it's got fun to get out, and uh, it's great to hear those fast-talking guys. If it's the one of those classic auctions, 
Yeah. <laughs> do they yeah. do that? Yeah, yeah. That, the Congo guy does that. <laughs> not, uh, not always, because well, I guess so because pretty much anyone who speaks in French is speaking as fast as an auctioneer. Oh yeah, I guess. So French is the um, is that the main language down there? Yeah, yeah. French is one of the main languages. Uh, the rest are local languages, which are only spoken here in Congo. But French is the main language, yeah. So people will speak sort of a, a, a local language and then maybe no French to get by in the city? <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. I, for, for me personally, I've only got French. And, well, I can... I've barely got French. Uh, I've only started <laughs> learning it and I, it hasn't caught on. Alors, parler français un petit peu, mais... Uh... Uh, it's been a while for me too. I'm forgetting oh. words. Uh, I'm tec- technically <laughs> bilingual, but when it comes to remembering the words, that is the tough. Oh, part. Exactly. I, I think I'm going to steal that term. Technically bilingual. Yeah, exactement. C'est ça. So <laughs> you just remember a few words, you can probably get by. Yeah. Oh, that's easier to understand than to speak. Yeah, that's always it. So you know what people are saying, but then when you try to, you're like, uh, what's... Or you can't really get what you're trying to say into words that they'll understand. Tricky. Tricky. Yeah. All right. Well, that sounds very uh, cool. So for the uh, listeners, Eddie and I uh, are pals on Twitter. Uh, We met, I believe, in uh, because we were both on the BT140 podcast, now on extended permanent hiatus, sorry to say. But, uh, yeah, with Del Freaky. So uh, everybody who's listening can go and check out both of our old episodes, uh, BT140.com, I believe. If that's still (laughs) uh, up when you're listening, go check it out. it's still up. Yeah, so for now, uh, definitely go check out our episodes, and it was a lot of fun, uh, and it got me on the mics and kind of to blame for getting this podcast started, so thanks or (laughs) blame Dell. (laughs) I don't know, whichever one you want. So that's how we kind of met. We were added into the uh, DM room for the podcast, and uh, yeah, we've been pals ever since, and I'm very happy to have you on the podcast because, like I said, very neat to have someone from across the seas. Oh, yeah. No, it's... (laughs) It's really cool uh, to to be able to connect with people from you know all over the world through Twitter, through well mainly through Twitter, and then from Twitter come the the podcasts, the you know um, Instagram stuff like that. And it's an honor to meet great people like you, like Doe, oh. like all the wonderful people on Twitter. And yeah, yeah, it's great. And I guess we should mention, yeah, you're pretty big into Instagram. Uh, I know you mentioned you're doing the witnessing art or uh, experiencing art out there, but you're also oh, doing yeah. it with your photography. <laughs> uh, it's very artistic. So we should all go and check out your Instagram. What's your Instagram handle again? Um, it's <laughs> I was in a, uh, okay. It's uh, monochrome. Uh, spelt M-O-N-O-K-H-R-O-M-E, and then an underscore at the end. Ooh, extra tough to find <laughs> with that underscore <laughs> yeah, well, at the end. Was monochrome with a K already taken? Yeah, it was. Dang and I was kind of pissed off about that. <laughs> I guess, yeah, and you didn't want to be like monochrome 81 or something. <laughs> no, no. Well, I'm uh, glad. Monochrome was a gaming tag that I used to use, and uh, then it sort of fits in with my Instagram since everything's in black and white. 
I was going to mention that. Yes, that's sort of which leads me to believe that your shots are more artistic than sort of the normal uh, the normal Instagram (laughs) account of you know like me. I just have like pictures of my dog or you know a nice sunset sometimes. But yours are all like black and white, real scenes of life. (laughs) Well, I would I wouldn't say it's uh, like. artistic just because it's in uh, black and white because the whole reason I started the black and white thing was just that I wanted a different Instagram account from any from everyone else yeah (laughs) I get it so no and and it's not just the black and white uh, that makes it already but I think it adds to it for sure and uh, but your pictures are um, you know they're well composed I would say and and very cool to look at so that's what makes it art because you're the pictures are good. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, I'm terrible with compliments, but really, <laughs> thank you. That means a lot to me. Yeah, so I would definitely recommend it on Instagram. Yeah, so that's your uh, – you do Instagram as well. Uh, as Twitter, we do fun jokes on Twitter, and we'll, uh, I guess, get into a couple of those in a bit. I think what else could we get into? Uh, you Typical day, you're out there hustling and bustling in Brazzaville. Um, what would you? You said you're working most of the time. Would yeah. you like to share what you do? Oh, I'm technically. I'll, I'll use that term now. Technically, I'm a computer technician. Okay. And basically, I work for an, a telecommunications company. We provide people with stuff like uh, internet uh, security systems, that sort of thing. And I'm one of the guys who actually goes and installs the equipment and behind the scenes checks that everything is running correctly. Oh, nice. So you're like a, a site tech. So they send you out there yeah. and you hook everything up. And then you're yeah. like, There's, there you go. You got in- internet now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but I, I say technically because uh, unlike all of my colleagues, I haven't studied for it. Um, the guy hired me with the intent for me to learn. And that's what I've been doing for the past uh, almost almost two years now. And it's been it's been interesting. It's been cool. I might I might actually go and study this after all. Oh nice. So you just sort of like learned on the job as you were doing it? Yeah. That's yeah. pretty good. So now you know everything and you didn't have to pay for the school. But I guess it does make sense to go back and uh, get make it official. Yeah, I mean, especially in this day and age, you definitely need a degree to go on through life. Uh, it does help uh, unless you are some sort of YouTube celebrity or oh, of course. one oh, of those course. weird yeah. things, an Instagram couple that just travels the world. But that's not going to happen for most people, See, that, so better go to school. Not everyone, yeah. <laughs> I agree. So, um, well, okay, that's pretty neat. So, yeah, so your free time, you're mixing it up. What are you doing in your free time? My free time, uh, mainly uh, I try to get some exercise in. Okay, staying uh, fit, staying healthy. Yeah, uh, play a bit of rugby. That's, oh. uh, that's something recent because I had no idea the... There were actually people that played rugby in the Congo. Uh, but, yeah, I found a, a team of guys that just play for fun, and that's usually what I do in my spare time. Besides that, it's what I said before, uh, you know, the art stuff. Nice. Or hanging out with my family, because even though I'm originally from Zimbabwe, my mother's side of the family is from here in Congo. So I, I hang out with them a lot as well. 
Oh, that's nice. Yeah, I've seen pictures of you lounging by the pool. That's what I was trying to get to. Just you lounging oh, by yeah. the pool. <laughs> Looks nice. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess you can say that's one of the, the, the perks of living here in the Congo. We've got pretty much sunshine for nine months of the year. And if it's if it's not sunny, it's raining. So lounging at the pool is all year round. You know, you don't have to worry. I know it's pretty much the opposite in Canada. Yeah, I'm a bit jealous of the nine months of pool lounging weather. <laughs> uh, we're just heading out of summer here, so our pool lounging days are sort of behind us now. Till next I year. I trade you. I, I totally <laughs> trade you. I'm I'm a bigger fan of the cold. Oh really? I've always wanted to see snow. Oh, I haven't seen that yet, eh? I've I, I've well, seen enough. <laughs> it's, yeah, let's switch. <laughs> I, I have seen it, but it's a vague memory uh, because I was I was born in Japan. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. I was I was born in Tokyo, but my my family moved back to Africa when I was three years old. Okay, so you got that first three years in in Japan. Yeah, and then you moved yeah, back to Africa. I've only, I only have brief flashes of that time, and one of those brief flashes is uh, running across a, a street with snow falling all around us, and yeah. So that's I think your, that's one of my earliest memories. Yeah, that's your early memory of snow, because you were yeah. in Japan. That's pretty neat. So yeah, you've kind of lived all over the globe. Anywhere else? Right. Uh, have you traveled anywhere else that's uh, quite cool, or...? Is it uh, mainly been in Africa since then? Uh, since Japan, mainly Africa. Yeah, it's actually all been Africa. South Africa, Zimbabwe, Mozambique, Botswana, Malawi. Ooh, that's uh, the Madonna one. <laughs> um, sorry? Madonna adopted that uh, her child from oh. Malawi. <laughs> that's uh, <laughs> the claim to fame. I, that's how I recognize I, that. I had no idea about uh, like where the kid was from. I just know she adopted an African child. <laughs> Is it bad that you know more about that than I do? I don't know <laughs> if it's what's worse, <laughs> that I knew that at all. That's the only thing I know about Malawi. That's probably the worst thing. <laughs> well, yeah, there are... They're all pretty beautiful countries, really unique in their own ways, which is something I love about Africa. I mean, it's small countries all packed together, but you travel to one and you can immediately tell the the difference from the one just next to it. Oh, that's pretty neat. So very uh, national, good national identities. Yeah, yeah, definitely. All right, what's, what's, um, what's your favorite uh, place you've traveled to uh, within Africa? Within Africa, I would have to say... It's a close one between Zimbabwe and South Africa. Right, okay. South Africa um, gets all the press. <laughs> because, well, yeah, but I, I feel like it's, it was different for me because I was, in a, I was in one of the smaller towns, not really well known, but it holds a, there'll always be a place in my heart for that place because I sort of made a second family when I was there. Oh. Uh, that's where I went to high school. And it was a boarding school, so I didn't have any of my family around. Uh, and when I got there, it was just they sort of immediately accepted me for who I am. And that was just, it was pretty cool. That's so and, uh, nice. And then some, no, yeah. So, yeah, so that's that, that just sounds great. It's uh, So that was during your high school. That was like multiple years you lived there? Oh, uh, yeah, I think uh, four. Yeah, it must have been four years that I well, five. I'd say five years that I stayed in South Africa. 
for your schooling. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's nice. So you do you go uh, often and visit your uh, extended fam? Not since not since I finished high school. Um, no, you well, got to get back I there. <laughs> I mean, I miss them a lot, and I do speak to them a lot, but they've also uh, all ended up in different corners of the world. But yeah, I, I, I really do miss them and want to go back to visit. It's just, I guess I have to find the time, the money. Yep. It's the it's tough thing of having have, staying so far away from your family, I guess. Yeah, that's the tough part of it. But it uh, sounds like you're pretty busy, but uh, I think you'll be able to find the time soon to go and see them. <laughs> hopefully. Hopefully. I, I mean, uh, I want to I go and see them before I, fingers crossed, go to school or work somewhere else. Oh. Of, yeah. The, the plan is to be out of Africa sometime next year. Oh, that's great. Uh, where, do you, where are you thinking? Um, somewhere in North America, somewhere in Europe, somewhere in South America? All over the place, really. I'm trying for all over the place. But the ones that look most likely to me right now is uh, America, because my sister wants me to come over and stay with her there. She's in Boston. Oh, nice. Yeah. And uh, I'd say Cuba. Mm. Uh, our family has a lot of a lot of ties to Cuba. Um, my mom did med school there. Uh, my cousins there right now also doing med school. Uh, my aunts, my uncle, they've Cuba is like a, a second home to them. And uh, the third most likely would be maybe India because there's a lot of bursaries being offered to Congolese pupils to go to India. So I might. Oh, okay. Incentivized travel. I like that. So yeah. they'll like uh, help you out. We'll pay you some money. Come on over to India. Help us out with our IT. <laughs> exactly. Nice. I mean, that's what I would be studying if I went to India. Yeah, for sure. Uh, well, those sound like great options. Very cool. So each one you have like a sort of a, a good reason to go and someone to stay with kind of thing. Like uh, be nice yeah. to see your sister, I'm sure. And then you could develop oh, that thick Boston accent, like, yeah, park my car oh, and have it yet. Park the car and have it yet. That's exactly right. <laughs> Just like our old pal Nick at One Trick to Funny does not have that accent, but his family does. Oh, oh, oh. If you listen to that episode, <laughs> but I think that would be great uh, I, if you got a bit of I a Boston not, accent. <laughs> actually, I've missed out on a lot of episodes. Oh, the, uh, yeah, that's I've got that's, to do my homework. I've got to, to catch up. <laughs> Yeah, and everyone else listening, too, if you haven't listened to the old episodes, get on it. Some good stuff. Every episode is always uh, incredible. They've always got the greatest stories. I love it. Well, thanks, Eddie. Thanks for buttering me up. You know I love it. (laughs) And I guess we should keep this podcast moving. So let's get into your tweets. Get into the tweets. Okay. Okay. So if you would like to read the first one, that would be great. It would get us off to a lovely start. Okay, Was that an Australian accent? I don't know. I think it was started off as British and it kind of ended Australian, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I love it. 
my tweets or the ones I picked up? Uh, yeah, well, we're starting with your tweets. So this is tweets from at Flaccid Umbrella. I don't think I mentioned your handle yet. So everyone, <laughs> it's uh, at Flaccid Umbrella. I'm sure there's a fun and interesting story behind that. Uh, if you want to share or not, Please that's fine. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, totally. Um, it's always fun hearing someone else say it out loud. <laughs> Uh, okay, so the first tweet is, is, it's a dialogue tweet, and it goes like, uh, me, mom, I'm gay, mom, just eyeing my outfit, me, I never said I was good at it, <laughs> so yeah. Classic yeah, tweet, uh, so is that based on a, the true story? Kind of, well, <laughs> the, the true story wasn't as, uh, wasn't as easygoing as that, I would okay. say. Okay. Um, this tweet was born when uh, uh, like a bunch of uh, guys from Twitter decided to have a, a sort of a Twitter contest, you know, for tweets about inclusiveness and diversity and that sort of thing. And yeah, this was one of the ones that I came up with. Nice. And obviously, it did pretty well. It looks like a quite popular tweet. Yeah, it's it's. I was surprised at how well it does because usually the ones I like don't do as good as <laughs> yeah. as, as I want them to. But yeah, I'm really happy about uh, how Twitter received it, and some of the comments I've gotten about it have actually really touched me. Um, it's one of my favorite tweets, and yeah. Nice, that's, that's great. Uh, I love yeah when people react to a tweet and they send you the the positive feedback. Really uh, helps you feel good about oh, yeah. the continuing to do it because they don't all get that kind of uh, positive feedback, you know. So yeah, yeah <laughs> I bet that certain. this one sort of uh, resonated with something uh, with some certain people, right? So you got to feel good about that. Yeah, yeah that. It makes me extremely happy. Awesome. Well, it's a lovely tweet, and thank you for sharing that one with us. And now we'll get into the second tweet. I'll read it for you. It goes like yeah, this. Sure. I say lerve instead of love because I know French museums. <laughs> like the Louvre. The Louvre. Yes, yes. So Again, no. you haven't been to the Louvre, as we've discovered, right? You haven't been there. <laughs> no. So, kind of bending the truth here, but for the joke. <laughs> well, it's something that we often do on our corner of Twitter, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gotta but, stretch uh, yeah, it a little um, bit, right? I, I love this tweet because of how incredibly stupid it is. <laughs> <laughs> um, it sounds, you know, there's, there's a hint of pretentiousness, I guess. You know, like someone who actually knows some someone who thinks they know something but they don't know mm-hmm, what they're mm-hmm. talking about yeah yeah i love those those scenarios always get me to uh, chuckle and that's why this is one of my favorite tweets well i think it's lovely and i uh, love a good french museum joke wait i love <laughs> i love a good french museum joke so thank you for providing that all right, so I'll let you handle this last one because oh, it no, is. No, no, no. You it, can take uh, it. You can take this one. No, you I think that's the. This, f- this is the what's uh, the fun part about having you on the podcast <laughs> is because you can because you picked this one right, so oh, you should be able to stand behind it. 
<laughs> for the audience, they'll I, know what we're talking about after what we're, why none of us want to read it, but I think you should be able to nail it. Maybe we'll both try. <laughs> that way it's fair. I'm, I'm, I'm panicking. <laughs> it's okay. Take, take a second. Just get into character. It's so bad. It's, it's really, like, terrible. Okay, yeah. okay. I don't even know how to handle this. Okay, I, I'm going to read it first, like, without any accent or anything. <laughs> okay. Uh, it, it goes like, Pray do not think me a poet. I am just another guy with a terrible Christopher Walken impression. <laughs> Okay, all right. So that was plain. That was regular. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, and now now you want me to do the impression, right? Yeah, that's what we all came here for. Oh, no. Okay. Pray, do not. (laughs) (laughs) Hold on, hold on. (laughs) Hey, it started great. I I love that, that first line. That was great, so... You're nailing it so far. <laughs> okay. Pray do not think me a poet. I am just another guy with a terrible Christopher Walken impression. Yeah. All right. Now we're talking. That was great. Eddie, oh. I don't know why you were nervous. You nailed it. Clearly you had been practicing this, right? beads. <laughs> So since we've already heard it twice, no need for me to do it. But <laughs> that was a great. Oh, okay. That was a great okay. one. Okay, you're gonna you're, you're gonna play me like that now. <laughs> no, you've got to do this. You've got to do this with me. Come uh, on. All right, I did. Say, I did say that I would do it. So uh, <clears throat> you got this. Pray, do not think me a poet. I am just another guy with. A terrible Christopher Walken impression. Nice. Uh, I don't know. I think yours was much better. I think yours was much better. So I, <laughs> thank you for sharing it with that, us. Really. I, I think we'll let we'll let Twitter decide. We'll let the uh, listeners decide. Don't say anything bad about mine. <laughs> no, uh, I can't. I mean, it, it was it was perfect. It was way better than mine. <laughs> they were both completely passable. So, so thank you for sharing that one and making us both do that fun uh, Christopher Walken impression. That that, that one was good. He's always a fun one to try and uh, to try and you know his voice is very particular. It's very. And it's always fun when you hear uh, people who are actually really good try and impersonate him. It, it's one of the more fun ones to do. Yeah, that is true. You can ask for more cowbell. It's a great tool if you ever need to ask for more cowbell. You just slip into <laughs> yeah. that one, and yeah, you'll get it. Oh, that, okay, that was great. So thank you for sharing all those tweets. Um, everyone, if you enjoyed those, please follow Eddie at Flaccid Umbrella uh, on Twitter. And <laughs> now we get into Eddie's picks from others. All right. Now, you sent in your information like a long time ago, but it's taken us a while to get connected. So a few of these have been on the show before, but I'm letting it slide because you technically sent them before they were on the show. So just a little behind-the-scenes note for those show 
uh, purists. Uh, okay. So, um, would you like this, this to? Would you like to read uh, uh, the first one? Okay. Um, I think. All right. The first one is by uh, Brent at Merman Five, uh, and it goes like. It's again a dialogue tweet. So the first guy is no rapping tonight. Why? You rap about Patrick Swayze every time. It's embarrassing. Okay. After one beer. Uh-oh, y'all. It's getting kind of hazy. <laughs> well read. Well read. <laughs> that, that, that tweet always, every single time, cracks me up. The first time I read it, I had tears in my eyes. <laughs> it's, it's so uh, well written. It's just brilliant. Brent is an incredible tweeter. You know, he's always got comedic gold on his timeline. And this is definitely one of my all-time favorite tweets. Definitely one of the all-time best. And Brent himself, one of the all-time best. uh, Just in terms of quality, consistent content, and super weird stuff too, right? That is what we want. And I'm always down for the super weird. Gotta love that super weird stuff. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh, y'all. It's getting kind of hazy. Good pick. Good pick. Thank you. Um, Okay, now I will read this tweet that you have selected. It is from our pal Liz at hello, happy underscore time. Always great to get a Liz tweet. She's great. Love Liz. Uh, So funny. Everyone should be following at hello, happy underscore time. And the tweet that you have selected is like this. I hate when you're pumped to take your bra off, but then realize you already took it off. And this is just the constricting feeling of life. Ha. Yeah, yeah, that is also, you know, um, her tweets, she, I don't know how to describe her tweets, like, there's something very particular about the way she writes her tweets that I just, it always gets me, every single time, and this one I love, I guess, mainly because of that, you know, that mirthless chuckle right at the end, that <laughs> The mirthless <laughs> chuckle of, uh, it's just H-A, no period, just... Ha. Yeah, I, tr- I tried to and capture it in the read, but it's uh, it's tough. Yeah, the, it is tough. It is tough. Mirthless. But when I, ha. yeah, yeah, that's she's also an, one of my favorite accounts. One of the sweetest people I've talked to. Uh, one of the funniest people I follow. And yeah, everyone needs to to check her out. Can't say enough good stuff about Liz. Um, I've only known her sort of a short while, maybe a few months. But it's sort of just like, how did I not know about you before? Because just like the best. Oh, yeah. It, it hasn't been long for me either. Uh, I think I just uh, stumbled onto her account on, on the timeline and just fell in love with her tweets. That's right. So thank you very much to Liz at hello happy underscore time for providing that tweet. And thank you, Eddie, for picking it. So the final tweet that you have selected. I've already read it on the show before, so maybe you could ha- take it yeah, this time. I, oh, oh, cool. You should be able to do the French no, accent part, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I, I call it what, with an accent. I feel like. My accent, my French accent is just pretty much my English accent as well. Yeah, no, that's that's perfect. You're nailing it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, so it's by uh, at markedly, 
Mark McGark. Uh, I remember listening to his uh, episode, one of my favorite episodes so far. Oh, thank you, um, friend of the show, Mark McGark. And also check out his podcast, Making Friends with Mark McGark. Yeah. And uh, his tweet goes like uh, Spanish, the H is silent. English, many letters can be silent. French, all letters are meaningless. Every living thing is born without reason. <laughs> I love this Mark McGark oh. tweet. It's just so good. I remember the day I, I stumbled onto this. I had just moved to uh, to Congo, and uh, I was sitting in a like a beginner's French class, and I I was thinking something along those lines exactly. And when I was scrolling my my timeline and I saw this, I just burst out laughing because <laughs> that's exactly he put it in exactly the right words is his tweet is hilarious and yeah i love that tweet so much it is great and yeah it's that french existentialist uh wait i think i messed i messed it up on the first but i think it's existentialist point of view <laughs> and oh, it's yeah. uh, it really <laughs> captures that feeling uh just perfectly oh so yeah. shout out to mark mcgark at markedly on twitter everyone should be following him he's great everyone should also be listening to his podcast Equally great. Woo, Mark. Yeah. <laughs> All right, cool. So that's the end of the tweets from other people. Thank you so much. It's hard to pick, you know, from literally hundreds of tweets out there, but you did it. You picked the tweets. Yeah. Picked three I mean, good ones, you know. I mean, sure. If you had asked me to do it again today, I might have had three completely different uh, tweets. It's really tough when Twitter's filled with just in people with the most incredible and weird minds I have ever encountered. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, yeah, these were the three that I had in mind when you first asked me. And, and you're standing by I'm, them. And they're good I'm tweets. standing by them. They're good tweets, Eddie. They're good tweets. All right, now uh, we get into questions from Twitter. Bum, bum, so you got a oh, bunch of good sorry. questions. Here we go. Let's get right into them. The first question <laughs> comes from Lord Goomba, the obscure gentleman himself, at Obscure Gent <laughs> on Twitter. Um, and I think this is some sort of inside joke. The question is, oh, yeah. what would you name your pterodactyl? And could you delete all the screenshots from your phone <laughs> live on the air? <laughs> oh, so, oh, gotta be a reason for that James, specific question. Uh, do tell. Okay, to, well, the first part of the question is probably in reference to my most popular tweet. It's sort of that format where uh, you're trying to get it get to bed and your brain thinks of the most random thing that keeps you up for the rest of the night. Ah, yes. Uh, yeah, my, my question at that time was, if I had a pterodactyl, would I name it Perry or Terry? <laughs> nice. And it's still something that I haven't like, really like found an answer to. Still wrestling with that. Changed. Yeah, yeah. It's it might be. I might have to take the that struggle to the grave with me. <laughs> I'm not sure I'll ever figure this one out. So there is and no. So the, there's no answer. No, there is no answer. Not yet. <laughs> not not yet. Not yet, at least. Okay, but all the right. The second part of uh, that question is, no, James, I will not. Oh, he's not doing it. 
What could you possibly have screenshotted on your phone that would uh, elicit such a question from James? I take great pleasure in screenshotting every time James says something that could be or (laughs) sounds like it is kind of, well, innuendo. That's... That has a lot of innuendo implied, I guess. Yeah, okay, I got it. <laughs> so I've, I've, I've got a lot of, uh, I've got quite a collection. <laughs> he has forced me to actually get a memory card from my phone just because <laughs> there are so many. Just a separate uh, separate SD card with only screenshots just from what exactly. James has said. Oh, nice. Just James screenshots. <laughs> and that those will be going to the grave with me as well. <laughs> Nice. So, sorry, James. The blackmail potentially continues. <laughs> and also, All thank right. you for your question. <laughs> <laughs> Great. So, the next question comes from Chris. Chris P. Cream at Chris with a K under V underscore 723. That is at K-R-I-S-V underscore 723. And Chris's question is this. Is there McDonald's in the Congo? In Congo, <laughs> sorry. She didn't say the Congo because it is just Congo, right? And it is yeah, it's, Republic well, of it, the Congo. Oh, yeah. Right, there we go. Republic of the Congo. Yeah, well, technically, <laughs> <laughs> technically there, there isn't. Um, like, we don't have a lot of fast food. We don't have any fast food franchises, actually. What? You, know, you don't have um, In-N-Out? You don't have Five nothing. Guys? You don't have Wendy's? You don't have Burger no. King. You don't have A and W. You don't have Arby's. You don't Are have you Subway. Just to make me cry right now. <laughs> you don't have Manchuwak. You don't have Tim Hortons. <laughs> you don't have Second Cup. You don't have Starbucks. Uh, just I list oh. just listing any kind of franchise. I, I I have gone almost two years without like real unhealthy fast food, and it, this saddens me. You miss it. I miss it so much. You're definitely going to no live, idea. you're going to outlive us all, and yet you're you're complaining. About, I mean, no, it's, I understand. Screw it's that. delicious. I need my pizza. I need my <laughs> deep fried everything. You don't have Domino's? You don't have Pizza Pizza? No. You don't have Papa John's? You don't have it, Mario's my, Pizza? My eyes are brimming up with tears right now, I swear. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. The funny thing is, there is an, uh, an Indian restaurant here. That goes by the name McDonald's. <laughs> All right. Is it just like a knockoff style? Uh, yeah, it is a complete knockoff. Uh, just like a counterfeit McDonald's. Yeah, they counterfeit everything. Uh, they just took the name and decorated everything in red and yellow. But it's basically just, you know, regular Indian food. Okay. Well, the branding <laughs> is important. The branding, right? It's iconic. <laughs> I guess, I guess. It's not like, there, there aren't too many people that know what McDonald's is here. Oh, that's true. But the red and yellow just draws people yeah, in. it does. It does. I, I just, each time I pass it, I, I wonder if McDonald's could, like, sue for that. Probably, but is it worth their time? <laughs> exactly. I mean, it's an Indian restaurant in the middle of Africa. Yeah. They wouldn't look very nice if they did sue, like a mom-and-pop yeah. Indian food place in the middle of Africa. 
All right, so the answer yeah. is yes, but also definitely no. Not not the kind of McDonald's that you're thinking of, Chris. All right. I love her, by the way. She's amazing. Chris is great. Uh, another BT140 pal. Yeah. Super, super nice. So thank you for your question, Chris. All right, next question <clears throat> comes from Christine or Xteen at CMFH111. And another fast oh, yeah. food related question. First of all, do you miss me as much as I miss you? And can I have a number four supersized? <laughs> well, uh, for this number four supersized, uh, I guess we've already covered that. Um, I will, unfortunately cannot help you there. Not until I find me some real junk food. Yeah, maybe and in Boston. Yes, I. Uh, I do miss her. I think that's because uh, we were in a, a room together, maybe maybe even a few rooms. And lately, I've been sort of uh, stepping back from rooms, I guess. You know, because they're they're hard to keep up with sometimes. It's very difficult. So, those crazy DM rooms, especially if there's a lot of people in them, it's just oh yeah, impossible yeah, to keep it up. Gets, it gets wild. Like a crazy chat room going twenty four seven, and uh, yeah, oh, it's hard to keep uh, up. Okay. Yeah. So yes, you miss Christine and chatting with her. She's also very nice um, from our small interactions. Yeah. So thank okay. you for the question. Of course, uh, Eddie misses you very much. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Okay. So we get to the next question. This question comes in from Guy Incognito at Shut Up That's Who. I wasn't 100 percent sure. I wasn't 100 percent sure about if I should ask this question, but you you assured me that it was uh, all in, all good, and I will ask the question. Yeah. It is as, as follows: Is starving in Africa the birthplace of the game Hungry Hungry Hippos? Please answer this in the form of a Christopher Walken impersonation. Okay, we we we've already done the Christopher Walken thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just rewind back I to think, that earlier part. You got your all your Christopher Walken <laughs> needs met. But yeah, I think that's where the Christopher Walken impression request came from, or that tweet, uh, and the whole starving in Africa thing. Uh, my bio for most of the time has been that I'm the starving kid in Africa that your mother has told you about. Oh, I get it. It's another inside ref. Yeah. And uh, after a while, I also changed my location to uh, starving, Africa. Like, starving <laughs> oh, I get it. Nice. Yeah. So, um, unfortunately, I can't say that Hungry Hungry Hippos was born here. We don't have too many hippos in the Congo. Oh, right. That's uh, a different part, different yeah. part of Africa. Yeah. South Africa, Zimbabwe. Yeah, we had those, but... Here, I think we've just got a bunch of crocodiles. Have you ever played the game Hungry Hungry Hippos? I have not. Uh, I have seen people play it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, it's a great spectator sport. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's basically the way I was introduced to most of American culture through TV shows and the internet. So you've YouTubed right some Hungry Hungry Hippos commercials or something. <laughs> I, get I mean, it. not specifically, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, you've seen them. Yeah, it's just uh, four four kids just slamming on little plastic pieces trying to eat trying marbles. To They're like little white white like, marbles. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. Just a lot of fun. Just a lot of fun. It does. It does look like a lot of fun. It's it, it gets crazy, but yeah, it's it's still fun. Uh, and then it eventually breaks, and then you can't use it anymore because <laughs> you're slamming <laughs> too hard on the. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Great, great. Well, thank you for your question, Guy, uh, at Shut Up That Too. And our next question <laughs> comes from our good pal, Los, at Los Los underscore uh, on Twitter. And his Los. question is, is Gloria Estefan's conga your national anthem? <laughs> I just realized I don't actually know the Congolese national anthem. What? <laughs> you kidding me right now? <laughs> you don't know your national anthem? Well, I'm going to tell you right now. It is. Well, I mean, this. I hope you're standing up. I'm taking a knee. <laughs> I don't know how long it is that I'm just playing it. Okay, sorry. <laughs> okay. Uh, it, continue, it continues. <laughs> so it is, uh, I may have answered the question for you. I, I, yeah, uh, you handled that brilliantly. So the answer uh, to your question is no. Is, is no. Although <laughs> Gloria Stefan's Conga is a great song. It is a good song. It is, undoubtedly. Oh, yeah. Undoubtedly. Come on, take your body, no, do not, no, no, I'm put on any longer, right? Just got that. Yeah. It's a good song. You cannot listen, you, you can't listen to that and not move. Yeah. That, that, I mean, it would be a good national anthem. Everybody would definitely get up. It is. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so thank you very much, Los, for your question. Another uh, good pal from the BT140 crew. So thank you very much. And moving on, we get a question from Isabel at Isabel Zotan from Twitter. Very cool, lovely, fun person. And also uh, currently uh, in Canada. She's Canadian in Ontario, Love uh, Isabel, and it, she's very funny as well, so everyone should definitely be following her. She's hilarious. Hilarious. You heard it here okay. first. Hilarious. <laughs> hilarious. Hilarious. So good. And, uh, one of those. <laughs> yeah, just one of the best. So um, her question to you is, what is your least popular opinion? Like it will lose you at least four friends. Ooh. Mm-hmm. You see, I, I, I saw this question like just before I, I sat down um, to, to talk to you. I, I tried to think of a more lighthearted answer, but I guess the, the, the true answer would be that because it's already lost me quite a few friends, unfortunately, that people should be able to love who they want to. That can't be your least popular opinion. Well, when you're living in a place as traditional as Congo, it definitely is. Oh, Congo, what are you doing over there? It's we we've still got a long way to go here in Africa. Unfortunately, I'm sorry to hear that, but I don't think that's yeah. an unpopular opinion. IMO, and if you were I know, I mean, anywhere I mean, else, like, well, I mean, on Twitter, it's else. completely different. 
on Twitter, yeah, a lot more people uh, are very accepting. But also on Twitter, a lot more people are not accepting at all. So it is, uh, it is, yeah, still a very divisive issue. But I'm yeah. going to go ahead and go on the record here and say I 100% agree with that opinion. Not a, not unpopular opinion over here. Yeah, I'm not sure about anything else. I'm thinking I have gotten into some pretty big Twitter wars about the fact that I love mayonnaise so much. Ah, that's what we're talking about. Now, this is a juicy, <laughs> unpopular opinion. A lot of people are divisive about the mayonnaise issue. So you are well, you're pro-mayonnaise. I am definitely pro-mayonnaise. All right. I mean, I, what, what is there to hate? It is... Oh, um, I don't even know if I'm allowed to swear on here. You uh, let loose. <laughs> we're talking mayonnaise. This is okay. I mean, when it, the yeah. feelings about mayonnaise come out, you know, you've got to expect I am passionate it. about this. You know, it is fucking delicious. Yes. And I will, I am not afraid to say that. That's right. <laughs> well, yeah, no, I am glad. No. I agree with you on this one as well, <laughs> I'm going to say. So all you mayonnaise really? haters, get get at us. <laughs> I want to see come some on. angry ads come in. Yeah. Bring it. Why, why don't you like mayonnaise? What? Too too good makes your sandwich too good (laughs) i don't know what else you use it in i use it on sandwiches though uh you know like potato salad oh yeah big globs of it in your potato salad yeah Yeah. your egg salad sandwich Ooh. oh yeah oh yeah (laughs) there's people there's people who's gonna who are gonna be listening to that and just you know be gagging just like heaving in their car <laughs> Whoa, no, and no then, i love it <laughs> I, uh, I spread it thick uh, and generously i love me my mayonnaise yeah you can't you can't fault a man for loving some nays loving that may <laughs> loving that mayonnaise just good i think it's good i although am a convert i used to be on the other side of the mayonnaise fight uh, I was very anti-mayonnaise, and I've only sort of come around in the last maybe decade. But in my youth, I was foolish. <laughs> I did not. <laughs> I did not know that it was actually very I good. I, I can't even imagine what it would be like to not like mayonnaise. It was the sandwiches were a lot more dry. I'll tell you that. <laughs> well, definitely. Definitely. But you have been. I've seen the light. You have you have seen the lights. That's right. You have been saved. <laughs> well, thank you for sharing that unpopular opinion. Uh, and all, any mayonnaise haters, like I said, get at us at FOTS Pod at Flaccid Umbrella. Uh, let's hear it. Let's hear why mayonnaise. Come is at bad. me, bro. Yeah, come, come at, at me, bro. Come at us together. <laughs> come <laughs> so, on. Thank you, Isabel, for the lovely question. Um, really appreciate that. And the next question comes from Twin Dad at Twin Survivalist. And his, oh, his, quest, his question oh, is, I'd like to know your favorite Pringles flavors in alphabetical order. Oh, my God. That alphabetical order part is going to make it extra difficult. That is. I, I remember seeing that question and telling myself I was going to get, I was going to do my research and I was going to, you know, just you have a big list of the water. It's a big list because <laughs> it's pretty much everything between A and Z. All right, well, let's let's just try to list as many as you can. Maybe not worry so much about the alphabetical order thing. And let's just see if we can knock out some of these flavors. Are you talking uh, right. cream? Yeah, dill? Dill pickle? Is that a good one? 
dill pickle, cheddar cheese, salt and vinegar. Classic. Sour cream and onion. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, Texas, Texas barbecue, tomato, uh, like what? Ketchup. Ketchup, yeah, ketchup. Oh, yeah. Uh, paprika, roast beef. Come on, come on, come on. There's this one that's just written like extra hot or something like that. It's a black can. Oh, no, extra spicy. Spicy. Extra spicy. Yeah. What about original? And got um, love for original? <laughs> of course, original. Uh, roast chicken. Oh. Damn, I feel like I'm missing so many. <laughs> you've, you've listed quite a few. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but I've tasted even more. So you're big into Pringles. Uh, I think that's what I we're getting at. You. Twin Dad knew you were into Pringles, and he pushed that Pringles button. <laughs> oh, yeah. I love me my Pringles. Well, it's great that you With, do still get some comforts of North America out there, like Pringles of all oh, different yeah, flavors. Yeah, I was happy when I when I stumbled across them. They are a, a, a tad bit more expensive, mm-hmm. but to a guy like me, that it's it's totally worth it. Worth it, especially if you're getting a all the different flavors. Flavor explosion. You never know what flavor you're oh, going to yeah. get. Sounds like you love uh-huh. a lot of different flavors. Uh, I. I am yet to come across a flavor of Pringles that I hate. Oh, that's no. huge. Have you ever tweeted at Pringles? Sounds like you should get sponsored. <laughs> Pringles, I, if you're listening. I, I have tweeted at Pringles. <laughs> I have tweeted uh, my photos of, with Pringles at Pringles. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. I have added Pringles to DM rooms. Okay. They never talk. <laughs> They never talk. So, Pringles, but, if you are listening, just forget all that I other stuff. Just, I, I want to profess my undying love. If you're listening right now, Pringles, I love you. That The man with the monocle. <laughs> the man with the monocle is listening to the podcast. His name is Julius, by the way. Whoa, you know the name of the Pringles guy. <laughs> Julius, if yep. you're listening. Julius Pringles. Please contact Julius, us. Julius, you, you always have a space in my heart. Wow. I love you. (laughs) Well, there you go, everyone. He loves the Pringles. All right. Thank you for the question, Twin Dad, uh, at Twin Survivalist. He has uh, twins. Father of twins. Yeah, he's great. So the final question, as we're wrapping it up, comes to us from Katie Didn't at Pork underscore Chop underscore Hair. Love Katie. And she asks... Mm -hmm. Would you rather have one large unibrow or no eyebrows? Please explain. <laughs> I'd definitely go for one large unibrow. Uh, I actually used to have a bit of a unibrow in high school. Okay. Uh, so you have prior experience. <laughs> I've had experience. <laughs> Easy to it. get back into you it. Know, it's, yeah, it's, it, it wasn't that bad, at least. I didn't think so until my sister was like, dude, shave it. (laughs) (laughs) And did you shave Uh, it? Did you shave it? Yeah, I did. I did. I shaved a a little parting in the middle, and it hasn't come back since. Oh, that's good, because sometimes that'll make it grow even more. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm one of the lucky ones, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) But simply because of the fact that uh, I, I sweat so much, because usually I work outside in the heat or when I'm at practice and stuff. Yeah, and rugby. getting getting sweat in your eyes sucks. 
I mean, I, I'm, I'm thankful for these eyebrows. Yeah, and that's I'm what uh, that's what one. they're for. <laughs> that's uh, that's their purpose, right? That's why they're yeah, around. Exactly. Yeah, so, I I would definitely take a unibrow over no eyebrows. Well, I think that's a great answer, and uh, I know she wasn't asking me, but I'll take that too. <laughs> definitely, <laughs> you need those brows. Everyone needs yeah, those brows. Yeah, you need them. You you definitely need those. Yeah, you things, you, I mean. you'll miss them when they're gone, right? Anybody who's accidentally shaved off their eyebrows knows you'll miss them when they're gone. <sighs> so thank you very much, Katie, at pork underscore chop underscore hair. Everyone check her out on Twitter. Very funny as well. So thank you, everyone, for sending in the questions. That wraps up the question period. And I think that brings us to the end of the podcast. So oh, thank you so man. much, to Eddie for joining me this week. I had a lot of fun and I think I learned a lot as well. So now <laughs> I will play the podcast theme and we can say goodbye. Alright. Thanks, Eddie. Oh, thank you. It was it was great. It was an honor and I'm really glad I got to talk to you. Me too. And we'll both keep working on our Christopher Walken impressions. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. And uh, thanks for everyone who lis- uh, who's listening. Um, continue listening. This is a great podcast. Come back, check it out. Check all the episodes out. There's a ton of great people on here. Yeah. yeah. And thank you, Steve. <laughs> thank you're, you. You're doing an incredible job. Thank you very much. That's very sweet of you to say, and I really appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it. I hope you liked this week's episode with Eddie. If you did, I would love to hear from you. Leave me a review wherever reviews are left. Follow at FOTSPod on Twitter and ask a question for a future guest. And please follow at SkinnerSteven and become one of my Twitter friends. Visit StephenWSkinner.com for all the old episodes and subscribe to get a new episode every Monday. Thanks to Ruby Coast for the music. And thank you so very much for listening. Have a great one.